Day 301. Welcome to Word in 3D. We are promoting God's Word so that there won't be destruction. Hosea 4 and 6 says, My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Because you have rejected knowledge, I also reject you as my priests. Because you have ignored the law of your God, I also will ignore your children. We are transforming our imagination and gaining eternal perspective by reading, reflecting, and praying God's complete word together. As Romans 12 and 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Glory to God. Yes, Lord God, we just thank you again for today. We thank you for your love, your mercy, your kindness. You are high above everything, Lord. We set you apart. God, we confess that we need you, Lord, your word in our hearts, in your mind, in our souls. Without you, Lord, we are nothing. Without you, we cannot breathe. We cannot live. We cannot move. So, Lord, we acknowledge you and we thank you. And we confess, Lord, that your ways are better and higher and the best above any and other ways lord any other thing lord lord we thank you for jesus who is our salvation lord we believe and we put our faith fully in jesus we thank you for the sacrifice we thank you for the new starts we thank you that we are children and we have a new start he is our peace he is our shalom he is everything that we need and we put our faith and hope in christ alone Lord, we pray that uh, the spirit would just be richly given to us, that spirit of wisdom, Lord, to open up our eyes and give us understanding to see and hear and know your thoughts. Lord, we pray that your spirit just fill us with your understanding and give us um, your, your, your perspective, Lord, your perspective. And so, Lord, we thank you, we praise you, and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' precious, precious name, amen. Amen. Today's readings, we have Psalms 119, uh, verse 113 to 120. Titus chapter 3, verse 1 through 15. And Lamentations chapter 1, verse 1, going to chapter 2 and ending at verse 6. So Aaron, would you kick us off with Psalms 119? Amen. I hate double-minded people, but I love your law. You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. Away from me, you evildoers, that I may keep the commands of my God. Sustain me, my God, according to your promise, and I will live. Do not let my hopes be dashed. Uphold me and I will be delivered. I will always have regard for your degree, decrees. You reject all who stray from your decrees, for their delusions come to nothing. All the wicked in, of the earth you discard like dross. Therefore, I love your statutes. 
My flesh trembles in fear of you. I stand in awe of your laws. Amen. Let's reflect Amen. on that. Psalms 119. 100, verse starting with 100, verse 13 to 120. What stood out to you? What inspiration do we get from this passage? And what type of instructions do we get from this passage? Yeah, as I'm looking at this, you know, even as I was listening to you pray this morning, um, hearing you just, you know, Father, we can't do anything without you. Father, we need you. We need your spirit. We need your wisdom. We need your insight. We need to be able to see the way you see. And it's so true. And to me, this psalm is saying these same things, you know, you are my refuge and my shield. Mm -hmm. I put my hope in your word. Sustain me, O oh God according to your promise and I will live, but do not let my host be dashed. Uphold me and I'll be delivered. Just the Psalms is saying how I just need you mm -hmm. to hold me up. I need you to do it. You know, just being vulnerable like that, knowing that we need uh, a savior, knowing that we need our King um, to be there for us so that we will be able to have this everlasting life so that we would be able to stand. So we would be able to actually do what is good. Mm -hmm. Um, the awareness of that and, and, the, and the need for that is just everything. And so I'm blessed as I see it here in the Psalms and it's just taking heart and, and trying to take that to heart for myself as well. Amen. Uh, the, the one that really stood out to me was one, um, one eighteen. you reject all who stray from your decrees for their delusions come from nothing. I just think that word delusions is a, is a heavy word to use for that. But understanding that when I'm re going astray from his decrees, I'm just making stuff up, mm -hmm. you know, these delusions, I'm just, I'm just off the the deep end, unfortunately, or I've fallen victim into the enemy's trap. Yeah. And so making sure that I accept his decrees so that I'm not leading myself astray. I like that. I like that you uh, pointed out those delusions and false prophecy and all the stuff that comes from that messes us up is because of those things that we are coming up by ourselves instead of looking into God's word and human humanity does not change. It's just, <laughs> it's just so funny. We see this pattern over and over again. Um, jet from Jeremiah to uh, even today, how there were people who actually saw God move and those who made things up and followed them. That's the difference between uh, a God made relationship versus a man-made religion you know man-made religion saying i'm gonna do everything i can to get to god and a god-made relationship is saying i made a way for you to get to me just listen and i'm gonna show you how to get there you know and so god's word is so so beautiful that we don't have to make up stuff all we have to do is submit and listen we don't have to, we don't have to make up the plans. It's like, all we need to do is have the patience and understanding to submit ourselves under his word and take it step by step and, and do it step by step. 
you know? And so this is just a reminder. This is just a, a good reminder of let me just let me let me just calm down a little bit and look into what word of God. What is the word of God saying? I got a problem. Let's listen to what the word of God is saying. You know, um, thank you for pointing that out. And, you know, just just seeing that. Um, any other thoughts on this? Amen. Yeah, I appreciate what you're saying. You know, just take some time, <laughs> kind of calm down, you know. Um, let's walk through this. Let's walk through his word. Let's walk through his teaching. Let's just continue to humble ourselves mm-hmm. instead of trying to hurry up. Like, you know how sometimes it's like, I want to answer right away. Or how about this example? You know, I'm so hungry. I'll eat anything right now. Yeah. I'm just starving, you know, but then you end up eating something and either it doesn't really fill you up or better, worse off, you know, you get a stomach ache or something from it, but I was just so hungry. Yeah. So I ate it. Or how about that time, you know, you, um, somebody was going to be cooking for you, but you wanted to hurry up and eat and now you don't have an appetite. Now you're full mm-hmm. and you can't really like receive this new thing that's there for you. Um, it can be the same way as we're trying to seek wisdom and we're trying to seek understanding our purpose for life and how to treat others. You know, mm-hmm. these are deep things that we're talking about, the things of God, the things that are supernatural. And oh, mm-hmm. we have to humble ourselves, you know. Um, I would like to point out uh, 113. I hate double minded men, but I love your law. It reminds me of the other uh, scripture that talks about. A person who is uh, double-minded is unstable in all their ways. You know, it's like being single-minded, making up one's mind. I remember going to this church in the streets that we called it church in the streets. And uh, the pastor, he was, he, he, he used to struggle with addiction, but he told how he got over with the word of God. And he had a whole bunch of men uh, in his uh, house as well that, um, came from drug addictions off the street. That's why it's called church in the streets. And um, he said the biggest thing that helped him get over was the word of God. You know, he's like, yeah, you see this guy over here? Yeah, he he was a crackhead, you know, but he got the word of God in him and, and we didn't have that struggle anymore. And so one of the things that he, he would always say is, as well is that he always had to lock his mind. He said, I had to lock my mind. And, you know, that reminds me of, of double-minded people it's like you can't get nothing done if one moment you're like oh yeah 100 this way the next day oh i'm gonna go this way you know and keep going back and forth back and forth because you make no progress if you if you go 100 this way and the next day you go 100 the other way it's like you're you're staying in the same spot it's like we have to be dedicated 100 percent in one direction in order to have progress you know, and so, yeah, yeah, you know, and, and I pray for our um, generation and for our society, you know, and, and for our world that that they could have the patience, you know, and, and the understanding to know that it's, it's better. What does the word say? You know, um, better is one day in your courts mm-hmm. than a thousand away from you, you know, and I think that's one of the things when we're saying like, no, just just get locked on his word. No, you might not have all the answers right away. 
Uh-huh. And there might be some things you you realize, hey, I got to even change about myself. I got to take the the uh, plank out of my eye before I start dealing with splinters in these other folks' eyes. But his word is true. Uh-huh. And it will get you where you want to be. And it will get you where you were intended to be all in due time. You know? Yeah, I appreciate hey, that. that. Well, uh, would you lead us in prayer? Yeah, Father God, we... We thank you, God. We thank you for who you are. We thank you for your faithfulness towards us. We glorify your holy name, Lord. Your word is true. Your precepts are holy and pure and righteous. Father, your statutes and your teaching lead to life and life everlasting. Lord, your word says that you came to give us life and life more abundantly. So we bless you and praise you. Father, I pray that... um, that me and Michael and and the brothers and sisters that listen, Lord God, and I pray for the body of Christ, and I pray for those that don't know you either, Lord, that they would come to know you, that you would calm their hearts and their minds so that they could take the time it takes to build a relationship with you. We need your help in that, God, that you would grant repentance, that you would help uh, set captive minds free, Lord God. We come here to promote your word so that there won't be destruction. Father, but I'm praying that as we promote it, people would be able to receive it, that they'd be able to lock in on it, Father. Just like I said, so that we won't be double-minded, but that our singular focus will be on you. And that then as brothers and sisters, we'll be unified in heart and mind and in spirit as we serve you, God, our King, the Lord God Almighty, the King eternal, immortal, invisible. Father, it's to you that we give all the glory and all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Next is Titus chapter 3, verse 1 to 15. I'll kick it off. Saved in order to do good. Remind the people to be subject to the rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate in all ways be gentle toward everyone at one time we too were foolish disobedient deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures we lived in malice and envy being hated and hating one another but when the kindness and love of god our savior appeared he saved us not because of righteous things we had done but because of his mercy he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the holy spirit whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having the hope of eternal life. This is a trustworthy This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to stress these things so that those who have trusted in God may be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. These things are excellent and profitable to everyone, but avoid foolish controversies and genealogies and arguments about and quarrels about the law because these are unprofitable and useless warn a device a person once and then warn them a second time after that have nothing to do with them you may be sure that such people are warped and sinful they are self-condemned final remarks as soon as i send artemis and tychus to you do your best to come to me at Nicopolis because I have decided to winter there 
do everything you can to help Zenas the lawyer and Apollos on the way and see that they have everything they need. Our people must learn to devote themselves to doing what is good in order to provide for urgent needs and not live unproductive lives. Everyone with me sends you greetings. Greet those who love us in the faith. Grace be with you all. Reflecting on Titus chapter 3, verse 1 through 15. What stood out to you? What inspiration do we get from this passage? What type of instructions do we get from this passage? Amen. I'm hearing some similar themes as we uh, we hear there in Ephesians. I'm going to start right here. Uh, chapter three. I'm sorry. Chapter three. Yeah. Verse three through seven. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived and enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. We lived in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of our God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us. Not because of righteous things that we had done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth by renewal of the Holy Spirit, whom he poured on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. So that having been justified by his grace, we might become heirs, having people with eternal hope. This is a trustworthy saying. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, we were there, man. And if I'll really be honest with myself, yes, I was. And and the fact is, whether I'm honest about it or not, it's true. Mm-hmm. But it's so liberating when I just accept it. And I'm like, yeah, I was foolish. I was disobedient. I was deceived. I was in, enslaved by all kinds of passions and pleasures. Mm-hmm. The scary part about that is the world has made these sinful passions and pleasures so commonplace that it doesn't even seem like we're doing anything wrong and that's the scary part mm-hmm. being so foolish deceived and disobedient with the wool pulled over our eyes and we don't even know we're doing it to ourselves mm. not even having a recognition recognition it's like being a, a person who has a leprosy or um or they can't even feel and that's the reason why we know the world is sick and, and we know that the world takes a lot of drugs because <laughs> if a person wasn't sick, they wouldn't try to numb something, numb the pain. And, uh, you know, we see that uh, just as you're pointing out, you know, of uh, being so, so entrenched in, in this world that we just don't even like people don't even realize and understand like. Uh, understand that this this is actually happening you know so yeah that's that's a great point um i think it's also a great point that he he says you know remind like that we must live productive lives you know in verses um 14 our our people Mm -hmm. must devote themselves must devote themselves to do what is good in order to provide for the urgent needs and not live unproductive lives. Um, it's just showing that we are saved for a purpose. We're not here just to be here. We're not We're not saved to be like, oh, look at me. I look so good. You know, we're saved to actually serve. Saved to serve, you know. Um, it's, a, it's a great re- reminder. And 
I just I just see how we could get caught up in other things like, uh, you know, like you're saying, the foolish, disobedient, all those quarrels, all that other stuff. It's like, hey, that doesn't really matter. What are we doing today? You know, are we fulfilling Isaiah 58? Are we actually, you know, helping the the poor and, and standing up for the cause of the uh, people unjustly put in prison? You know, and it's just like that's what we got to be about. Less less talk and, and more walking it out. Um, yeah. And that's what God is showing me in this. Hey, Any man, other? And you know, and, and yeah, yeah. A, a couple more thoughts, man. Like, uh, I appreciate how you pulled out that part about like devoting ourselves in, in this. He says that twice, mm -hmm. you know, and knowing that like the repetition and, and things when they're close together, it's really stressing importance. But at the end of verse eight, he says that, you know, trust in God that will be careful to devote themselves to doing what is good. Mm -hmm. And then again in 14. And uh, I'm starting to see like a little bit of a separation between the people who, who first got to accept Christ, you know, come into the light, have our eyes opened, um, that rebirth, being reborn, uh, becoming a new creation through faith in Christ. That's the first thing, mm -hmm. you know, and then from there, verse nine is going avoid foolish controversies stop trying to put these things back into like different logic and, and reason through stuff <laughs> avoid genealogy stop trying to follow like just the bloodlines and the systems to try to get to your answer and these arguments and quarrels about the law these things are unprofitable and useless like focus on jesus christ the risen savior the um son of god Focus on him and his teachings and our faith in him. And that's going to get us to where we need to be. Warn a divisive person once, warn them a second time. After that, get out of there. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's like, these are the things we need to be watching out for. And then to me, it goes into that part that you're talking about. Devote themselves to doing what is good. Mm -hmm. Seeking the father so that we don't live these unproductive lives. We can waste a lot of time getting in controversies, quarrels, you know, uh, some people, <laughs> I, I, I see it happen a lot among like people who just come into faith. Uh, you know, people, people fuss about like, what version of Bible is that? Or, you know, um, that's, yes. or what tradition is that? It's like, okay, are we getting the very meaning of what God is saying? Like, if someone was to give you directions and it was in Chinese, you know, but the destination was the same place, you have to, you know, what connects with that person to where it's giving them the right direction to reach that destination, to reach Jesus, you know? And so, you know, and, and I know I, I'm careful about, you know, taking the word of God out of context. You can't take the word of God out of context. You know, you got to see it, see what it really means, you know, and, and what God was intending it to do in us, because the word is supposed to do something in us. It's not just supposed to be spoken and then just like, oh, that sounded so great. Made me feel this way. Made me feel warm, you know, great. But what did it do to your spirit? What did it do to your soul? What did it do to where now when I face a temptation that I do what's right? You know, how is it changing me? And so 
the word of God, you know, wasn't written in English, <laughs> wasn't written, um, you know, the original language, Hebrew and Greek. Um, and we have to really just, you know, a lot of times people get in, in, in controversies about this word and that word and this and it's like, okay, what is the instruction? You know, what is it doing? And so, yeah, we could waste a lot of time uh, fussing over words and versions of Bibles and all this other stuff. Um, but the biggest thing is like, are we doing the work of God? Um, are we following the instructions? Are we getting to the point in the place that yeah. he wants us to be? You know, and yeah. so. Hey, man, bro. And bro, when you pray, man, can you pray just, you know, for the for the church, like around these things, you know, because I feel like this is one thing that like as believers, we we may identify right in the mm -hmm. church. And we're like, you see, these are the problems. The church is divided. The church is worried about these things or worried about those things. And it's easy for us to kind of, you know, put our mouth on the church in a negative way, talking about that. But knowing that we, if we identify it, then it's something we got to be praying about mm -hmm. for the church. And Amen. we got, if, if God's revealing it to us, we got to be asking him then to use us um, to, to help correct that situation and help address mm -hmm. that thing and encourage our brothers and sisters and admonish them and try to get them back on track, mm -hmm. you know? So just that the church would be unified um, and praying against those spirits of division, uh, praying against those spirits of, you know, the folks who want to be on the controversies and arguments. Amen. 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 Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, God, that your word stands firm throughout all generations, all languages, all nations, all tribes. Uh, it is eternal. Lord, we pray against, um, Lord, we're in a spiritual warfare. Uh, there's There are spirits and there are things that are trying to divide and be divisive and um, have us to break up. So <laughs> Satan wants to conquer us. He wants to divide and conquer. Lord, but I pray for the spirit of unity, your Holy Spirit to unify, to break down the walls of division, to break down the devices and the divisiveness, Lord, to help us focus on what really matters, to help us focus on your son, to focus on the life and, and, and the the redemption lord help us to do things in love and to be patient and to bring people back when they have gone astray lord lord to be temperate the right have the right temperament lord and not worry about trying to we don't have to make up stuff we don't have to um do things in our own delusions of our mind but we just need to simply listen to your word and listen to the instructions and sh and, and see where you're leading us to lord and that we're and that we're really hearing from you with your spirit god lord I, I come against any judgmental spirit i come against any um just a, a heart of 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 trying to um do things out of the flesh lord i pray that your spirit lord would um just help us work in unity and work in in power um through your through your listening to your voice lord Lord, we thank you. We praise you for your mercy and your goodness and your grace. And we give you all the glory. And that is why we're here. We praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Up next, we have Lamentations, chapter 1, uh, verse, and going to chapter 2. 
the Book of Lamentations. How deserted lies the city, once so full of people. How like a widow is she, who once was great among the nations. She who was queen among the provinces has now become a slave. Bitterly she weeps at night, tears are on her cheeks. Among all her lovers, there is none to comfort her. All her friends have betrayed her. They have become her enemies. After affliction and harsh labor, Judah has gone into exile. She dwells among the nations. She finds no resting place. All who pursue her have overtaken her in the midst of her distress. The roads to Zion mourn, for no one comes to her appointed festivals. All her gateways are desolate. Her priests groan, her young women grieve, and she is in bitter anguish. Her foes have become her masters. Her enemies are at ease. The Lord has brought her grief because of her many sins. Her children have gone into exile, captive before the foe. All the splendor has departed from daughter Zion. Her princes are like deer that find no pasture. In weakness they have fled before the pursuer. In the days of her affliction and wandering, Jerusalem remembers all the treasures that were hers in days of old. When her people fell into enemy hands, there was no one to help her. Her enemies looked at her and laughed at her destruction. Jerusalem has sinned greatly, and so has become unclean. All who honored her despise her, for they have seen her nakedness. She herself groans and turns away. Her filthiness clung to her skirts. She did not consider her future. Her fall was astounding. There was none to comfort her. Look, Lord, on my affliction, for the enemy has triumphed. The enemy laid hands on all her treasures. She saw pagan nations enter her sanctuary, those you had forbidden to enter your assembly. All her people groaned as they searched for bread. They barter their treasures for food to keep themselves alive. She said, look, Lord, and consider me, for I am despised. Is it nothing to you? All you who pass by, look around and see is any suffering like my suffering that was inflicted on me, that the Lord brought on me in the day of his fierce anger. From on high, he sent fire, sent it down into my bones. He spread a net for my feet and turned me back. He made me desolate, faint, all the day long. My sins have been bound into a yoke by his hands. They were woven together. They have been hung on my neck. And the Lord just sapped my strength. He has given me into the hands of those I cannot withstand. The Lord has rejected all the warriors in my midst. He has summoned an army against me to crush my young men. In his winepress, the Lord has trampled virgin daughter Judah. That is why I weep. 
and my eyes overflow with tears. No one is near to comfort me. No one to restore my spirit. My children are destitute because the enemy has prevailed. Zion stretches out her hands, but there is no one to comfort her. The Lord has decreed for Jacob that his neighbors become his foes. Jerusalem has become an unclean thing among them. The Lord is righteous. Yet, I rebelled against his command. Listen, all you peoples. Look at my suffering. My young men and young women have gone into exile. I called to my allies, but they betrayed me. My priests and my elders perished in the city while they searched for food to keep themselves alive. See, Lord, how distressed I am. I am in torment within, and in my heart I am disturbed. Been most rebellious. Outside the sword bereaves, <laughs> inside there is only death. Ooh, people have heard my groaning, but there's no one to comfort me. All of my enemies have <laughs> heard of my distress. They rejoice at what you have done. May you bring the day you have announced so they may become like me that all their wickedness come before you deal with them as you have dealt with me because of all my sins my groans are many and my heart is faint how the lord has covered daughter zion with the cloud of his anger he has hurled down the splendor of Israel from heaven to earth. He has not remembered his footstool in the day of his anger. Without pity, the Lord has swallowed up all the dwellings of Jacob. In his wrath, he has torn down the strongholds of daughter Judah. He has brought her kingdom and its princes down to the ground in dishonor. In fierce anger, he has cut off every horn of Israel. He has withdrawn his right hand at the approach of the enemy. He has burned in Jacob like a flaming fire that consumes everything around it. Like an enemy, he has strung his bow. His right hand is ready. Like a foe, he has slain all who were pleasing to the eye. He has poured out his wrath like fire on the tent of daughter Zion. The Lord is like an enemy. He has swallowed up Israel. He has swallowed up all her palaces and destroyed her strongholds. He has multiplied mourning and lamentation for daughter Judah. He has laid waste his dwelling like a garden. He has destroyed his place of meeting. The Lord has made Zion forget her appointed festivals and her Sabbaths. In his fierce anger, he has spurned both king and priest. Lamentation chapter 1 and chapter 2, and in that verse 6. What stood out to you? What inspiration do we get from this passage? And what type of instructions we get from this passage. Wow. Mm. 
praise God. You know, Michael, I'm just, I'm blessed, man, by this, uh, by word in 3D. And I'm just thankful that God put it on your heart, you know, and that you're being obedient to it and sharing it. One reason in particular is that, you know, we're going through the entire word of God. Mm-hmm. You know, these, some of this Old Testament teaching, I haven't heard it a lot. You know, I've read through the Bible, but as I'm going through now again and again, I'm realizing like, wow, you know, I I haven't really heard these things preached a lot, Mm -hmm. but it's such a blessing to hear it and to walk through it. When I think about lamentation and I looked up the definition, you know, a passionate expression of grief or sorrow, Mm -hmm. weeping. And man, that's what I heard through this passage so much, you know, it's like the people of God finally acknowledging Yes, I've gone astray mm-hmm. and I am in a terrible, terrible place right now, Father. And it's because I disobeyed your word. It's because I abandoned your teaching. It's because I forgot about your goodness and faithfulness. And I went after my own worldly pleasures and desires. I followed after false gods. I followed after false teaching. Mm-hmm. So I could have what I think I wanted, but what did it do? It left my people in exile. It left me in such great despair that I begged people to look at me and and have pity on me that they would help me. Mm -hmm. I can't reach to my allies. I don't have any friends. My enemies are, are, you know, overpowering me and overtaking me. I'm destroyed even from the inside out, Mm -hmm. pointing all these things out. And I believe that if we would really be honest, if God would give us a moment of clarity and understanding, we've all experienced a time like that. Uh-huh. But were we willing to acknowledge is the fact that like I've gone astray uh-huh. or God is not in my life. He's not central. And that's why I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with. If we would acknowledge that we could be on our path to healing and restoration uh-huh. by getting back um, up under his word. And it's amazing, too, just to think of how this can happen. I mean, the, yeah, personally, this has happened um, to many of us. You know, we we have all had that, that situation, that downfall of like where we were in that very distressed place because we wasn't listening to what God was saying. But then, you know, it also gives me an inspiration to be serious about the gospel and preaching the word of God and, and promoting the word of God and putting it out there because this is what a nation can experience. This is what our nation can experience. You know, when the when the virus hit and, you know, people just were so sensitive, you know, our economy is so sensitive. Our world, I mean, there's billions of things that could happen that could take us out. You know, there's so many things that could take us out, but only because God is watching us and protecting us and keeping us that those things don't happen, you know, but just something as this pandemic, you know, just swept over and and closed down businesses and some businesses went out of business and, you know, people can't access the things they, they, they're normally used to accessing you know, God allowed it, you know, and if, and the thing is, is like, we can get so proud. And so when we're doing well, get so proud about who we are and what we're doing 
that we can forget that, you know, we just can be humbled like this. And uh, but the good thing and the good news about it is that when we do acknowledge our sin and acknowledge where we are low at, like the Beatitude says, blessed are the poor in spirit or blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. It's like those who understand their need of God, you know, can be they can start looking and searching for the real solution uh, instead of being, like you said, oblivious or um, paraphrasing what you said in the last last uh, reading. Yeah, yeah just sure. be oblivious to what is even happening. Like just mm-hmm. when we when we first can identify like, oh, there is a problem, then we can yeah. start working towards a solution the solution you know and so that's the comfort that we have um any other thoughts in this that you saw this things that stood out yeah yeah man definitely you know i I love what you're saying that that we won't be oblivious you know um we're promoting the knowledge of god so that there won't be destruction Mm -hmm. and what came to my heart was even like you know whether we realize that it's some of us will realize you know i've gone astray from god and that's why I'm facing the destruction that I'm facing. That's why I'm facing the, the difficulty that I'm facing. But for the one that doesn't even realize why this is going on, I just want to submit that perhaps it's that you've gone astray from God and you didn't even realize it. Perhaps it's that people around you that were teaching you and raised you never taught you about the things of God. But we're here to say today that this can be a reason for your for your hardship Uh this could be a solution this can be an alternative pastor tony evans talks about the urban alternative there's an option there's a choice the good news the gospel of jesus christ we can Uh come to him and cast our burdens and cares on him for he cares for us we can take on his burden he says that his his yoke is light Uh that we can come to him all who are tired and weary whether you know why you're tired or not you can still come to him and he can get it sorted for you. I pray that, um, you know, while we're, as our culture deals with this moment of being oblivious, like what you're talking about, you know, in this uh-huh. post like Christian time, some are oblivious and some have just straight up rejected his truth. But I pray that eyes would just be open. Uh-huh that we're lifting up the word of God, that we're lifting up the son of man. And he said that he'll draw all men unto him. Amen. So we just lift him up. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the father except through him. And when we go through him and we get reconnected to the father, there's nothing that can separate us from his love. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Amen. God is good. And just tying everything back in, you know, being single-minded, not double-minded, not getting caught up in the quarrels, not getting up in, caught up in all that stuff and following through with the word of God. We don't have to go through this that we just heard. You know, all this, all this suffering can be avoided just by focusing on God's word, applying ourselves to the word of God and, and just committing this stuff to heart, you know, um, and I want to see people do that. And I know you want to see people do that too. We we want to Amen. see people be their best. And we can, only way people are going to be the best if they get with the best. <laughs> and that's God. God's yeah. word is the yeah. best. So that's why we're trying to find ways to implement the word of God 
and the people's lifestyles and 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 every every day and intentionally live out this word because we know that's that's where the, the truth is. That's you know when the light of God comes, you're not stumbling over stuff. You're not tripping over stuff. You know, yeah. Because you can see where where stuff will cause you to stumble at. So, Amen. Do you have any other thoughts? Or if if not, you can close this in prayer. Yeah, I, um, just a few more, man. To your to your last point, you know, like yeah, that's that's what we're here for, man. I'm thankful to have a brother in the you know ministry and and a number of us, you know what I mean. That the body of Christ, the body of believers, that's trying to and working towards sharing and promoting the word of god mm-hmm. you know we're not coming here saying that we have all the answers but we're saying that we are devoted to the things of god and so we're taking his word we're, we're practicing and putting it into our lives mm-hmm. where we're open and honest to share our experiences as we work through it you know because it's not easy mm-hmm. and it doesn't always just click right away um and we're also not trying to cram things down on people's throats and i'm thankful for that too because i think that a lot of people have been hurt by the people of God because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, that idea that like knowledge puffeth up, but um, love builds up, mm-hmm. you know, people get caught up in the knowledge of God and then they want to try to now Lord over other people. And that's not right. That's not how God intends for us to share his love and his truth. You know, love builds up when we're trying to share the alternative so that we don't see people getting hurt. We don't want to see people being destroyed. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to give you an option. Yes. And we do it here. You know, we have word in 3d where we read through, you know, we have different Bible studies going on. We got different events happening throughout the community, different times of serving. There's so many different ways to get plugged mm-hmm. in um, to oh. what God is doing, man. Yeah. And I just pray that people's hearts and minds would be um, open to it. I pray that we would be able to come across the right people's paths, you Mm -hmm. know, and that the right people would come across ours so that we can be, you know, either planting seeds or watering or doing whatever it is that's in God's plan and purpose so that he can add the increase so Mm -hmm. that people don't have to be destroyed. They don't have to be stuck um, in their transgressions and death and they can walk in the fullness and the splendor and the glory of our gracious and faithful King. Amen. That's the purpose. That's why we're here. And uh, whether we're doing it, whether we have to be the ones that stand it, we we have to be the ones that stand in the gap. You know, even if no one else shows up or no one else does it, you know, God has put in our heart to do this ministry and to go forward and and to be the ones that, you know, like Michael Jordan, he had to work harder than his teammates, but he brought his teammates up just by his dedication. So uh, Mm -hmm. that's the truth. Amen. Yeah, brother, you hit it, man. Well, yeah. You hit it. We keep on rocking and rolling, and he keeps on adding people to the team. You know, we keep on giving him the glory. Amen. And and I'm just encouraged because, you know, one thing Pastor Brown says, he's not looking for people that are, um, you know, he's not looking for, like, the ability all the time. I -hmm. might not. (laughs) You can start off not knowing anything about God. Mm-hmm. But if you give him a chance, he will illuminate, he'll tra- change and transform your life. So what Pastor Brown says, he's not looking for people with the ability. He's looking for people with availability. Amen. You know, people that are willing, people that will humble themselves, people that will uh, take God at his word, man. And then he will just bless you and wow you and 
as the scripture says, according to his power that is at work in us, he'll do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ask or even imagine. Amen. That goes for everybody that would trust in him, everybody that would take hold of him, of his truth. Man, he'll do it. I've seen him do it in my life. I've seen him do it in your life, bro. And I know that he'll do it for anybody. Amen. But yeah, would you uh, just close us in prayer? Yeah. Yeah, Father God, you are awesome. You are amazing. You are wonderful. You are holy. You are true. You are eternal. The king eternal from everlasting to everlasting. These other kingdoms, they rise and fall. Other knowledge, Father, it, it expands and then it decreases and it goes back to nothing. Father, even us, ourselves, our existence, humanity and, and, and creation, Father, we came from dust and to dust we will return. But you stand, you remain, you your truth your word, your decrees. Father, I pray that we would be able to take hold. I pray that we'd be able to have our eyes opened, our ears unplugged, our hearts softened to your truth, that we'd be able to receive it, that it would go deep down inside of us, that it would shine light into our lives to show us the error of our ways. Mm-hmm. Lord God, that it would shine light to our paths, that it would show us the direction and the way that we should go. Father, I pray that you're setting captives free. I come right now against the scheme of the enemy to deceive people and to harden hearts and to uh, create distractions, Father, and just dysfunction in each individual and in uh, people as a whole. I come against those things in the name of Jesus. Yes. Lord, and we just lose your love, your mercy, your grace. Lord God, we lose your patience. I thank you for raising up leaders, Father, that are willing to continue to go forth and that will take that baton and that will continue to to carry the torch and spread the good news of the gospel to our generation. Lord, I pray you give us creative and new um, ways to reach people that we're not losing the, the... foundational and the fundamental truths of who Christ is, Lord God, but that we're finding ways to um, share him and present him to people um, in a way that they'd be able to receive him in this generation. Amen. Amen. Just remembering that it's good, good reading from the Psalms, Titus and Lamentations. We are here to promote the word of God. Hosea 4, 6 says, my people are destroyed from lack of of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge i also reject you as my priest because you've ignored the law of your god i also ignore your children so our purpose is to promote the word of god so there won't be destruction so that people can see what causes them to stumble and they don't stumble over it and we're praying just praying promoting and that's what we're here for thanks for joining thank god for all the people who support Adam Takeda, Shannon Joe Lewis, Eddie Amina Jones, Jody and Dan Mayhew, Aaron Fiola Scott, Sophia Williams, Troy Olson, David Kamara, Jesse Miller, Nehemiah Tracy, Charles Mays, Katie Randall, Ophir Morales. God bless all of you. And uh, we're going into this word each and every day, getting deeper and deeper in knowing God's revelation so we can share with the world. And we're saved to serve. That's the po- whole point. This is Word in 3D. Go deep. Peace out. Peace out.